This is a Gulf Stories moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hi again, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Gulf Stories moment. My guest today, a student at UWF, Mirabella Schleit, to be specific. She's an archaeology student from the Department of Anthropology, and we're going to be talking about some research she's been doing on archaeological dating of the Luna Settlement. Mirabella, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. So the Luna Settlement, where are we talking about? What is this? So we have downtown Pensacola, and we also have North Hill and East Hill. But if you go a little bit further east, we have what we call East Pensacola Heights. The Luna Settlement was chosen to be on the southern end of Emanuel Point because it was such a high level, and the settlers really wanted to make sure they had dry land that would also overlook the opening of the bay. So it's a very precise area. So so we're talking, we talk a lot about, you know, there's a lot of research been done, and a lot of people talk about the Emanuel Point, one, two, and three shipwrecks in Pensacola Bay. This is a land settlement that's pretty close to those three shipwrecks, yes? Oh, yes, absolutely very close. And I think in the future, we're actually going to pinpoint that whole area as a historic area in Pensacola because they are very close. So when was the land settlement discovered versus, say, the shipwrecks? The land settlement was discovered in October of 2015 by an associate, Tom Garner. Um, he's a He would definitely go out and check the area and talk to all the neighbors and try to surface collect to see if there was any evidence of 16th century artifacts because we already had a very clear idea of where this settlement was going to be. So, And was that clear idea based on the fact that we knew these shipwrecks were, were not that far away? Is that sort of how that gets put together? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know the shipwrecks were found first, and then we started really trying to dive into where the actual sediment was going to be. So when you get three shipwrecks, and maybe more, we've heard a lot of there's maybe more, and, and this land settlement, those two different things, does that really start to paint a picture of, of what life was like? Yes, absolutely. 100%. So we have sites like St. Augustine and Santa Elena in South Carolina, but we don't really get a view of what it was like to bring all the items over. We only see what was brought over and modified on land. But here we know what they have on the ships still and what's missing from the ships we now have on the terrestrial site. So we have a very broad view of ship construction, life on board the ship, and what was left on it. It's incredible how, how that, that next level, the, the land settlement, really starts to paint this picture in a more robust way. Um, so let's talk about your specific research. On the land settlement, what is it you're, you're looking at? Um, during the last field school, we came across a post hole that not only had a carbonized wood post with a nail embedded into it, but in the hole we found pieces of olive jar. And we, we really want to say that this post was 16th century and was constructed by the Spanish, but we did not know, and we can't say we know until we definitely got a date for it. So my research was around dating this carbonized wood that was left over. How do you do that? Personally, we don't do it out here, but we do send off our samples to Beta Analytic in Miami, and we were actually able to get the results in fairly quickly. And... It's 100% wow. a 16th century Spanish constructed post. That's just what you were looking for. It was exactly what we were looking for, and we're very excited about the find. I mean, this wood, this is a long time ago. Does it decompose? I mean, it surprises me that you could do this. Yeah, and not a lot of people understand that um, organic wood, it does have a lifespan. But once it's carbonized, once it's been charred, it actually 
has a longevity way longer than organic wood. And we know the rate of decay of carbon-14. So we were able, they were able to go in and see how long it had been since it was last burned. So we know the date it was burned or the year it was burned and the last time it was really in use. That is incredible. What a day it must have been to find out that confirmation. Yes. <laughs> Good job to the field school students because they did a great job in preserving it. Been talking to uh, Mirabella Schleit, an archaeology student from the Department of Anthropology at UWI. Thank you so much. What a topic. Thank you for having me. For more Golf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.